Welcome everybody, Shia number 840. We're learning today, Nishmas Moshe Getting back to our Malach of Boina, building in conjunction with the Halachas of temporary Oihel. Okay, so I just want to talk about, we're still talking about the uh, the issues of the wall, Mechitza, Materis, Mechitza, um, uh, Fitznias, or whatever, and these various different type of temporary walls that um, we said do not have the same halachas of oil arai, um, ref, in reference to a shelter, a temporary roof. We, we went through those halachas, but when it comes to a wall, just real quickly, we said that it has to be something whereby it would make a halachic difference in order for it to be ushered. Stop putting up a, um, a curtain or whatever, as long as it's not totally tied down, so that would not be a problem um, in general, as long as you're not doing any acts of boina building, like putting up the poles or, or obviously screwing in screws and putting up pegs and these type of things. Okay, so I just want to mention one thing. A uh, um, Somebody mentioned me, a Rav mentioned to me, B'Shem uh, Rav Hirschfeld Schlitter, that an important thing that we said last year, we spoke about reference to, just backtracking a minute, we said in general one should be careful not to put children play under a blanket. So it'll put two chairs, um, and then they throw a blanket over two chairs. So that should not be done. And then they play underneath the blanket because we said that that was a problem of oihel in general. Um, not a problem of mechitza, but a problem of oihel, problem of a shelter making a temporary shelter again putting two chairs throwing a blanket over so we said what one could do you could hold up one could hold we said if you do it backwards you do it with a shinoi that's okay somebody holds up the blanket and then somebody else brings in the two chairs in other words i'm holding up the blanket and somebody else comes in with two chairs and puts them there and then i just let the blanket uh, drop onto the two chairs so we said that will be okay that's doing it backwards with a shinoi um, we said also that we mentioned last time one does not have to hold it exactly in the place whereby it's going to be. It could be a drop higher and then just to let it drop onto the two chairs. That could be done because of the fact that it's backwards. We also mentioned that one, uh, to take it apart, just to take off the blanket from the two chairs, when children are done playing underneath. You have the blanket over the two chairs. So to take off the blanket just like that is not allowed to be done. Um, we also mentioned the fact from Shem the Chazonish, Rav Nisan Karelis, that Lemaisa, that taking it off with the Shinoi also could be problematic. But Lemaisa, the Rav Hirschfeld, Shlita mentioned that was Moscow actually that in general, if somebody holds some, one person would hold up, they do the exact same thing that they did backwards to put it there. In other words, if I hold up the blanket up in the air and then somebody else comes and takes away the two chairs, so then that's a real, that's mamish a real shino. In, that, in other words, what did we say? We said last year that the problem was that the Chazanish from the Sikvel said that there's no real, there's no real, when you destroy something, there's no real um, uh, say, there is no real order of destroying. You break something, you break it. You smash it, you break it, you bang it, however you break it, you break it. So there's no real order. When you build something you could build it the opposite way there's a way of building and there's a way of not building the right way opposite but when you when you destroy destroying something doesn't really have a seder that's what the word destruction means but um again it was made note to me that lamaisa if you hold up this you hold up this blanket one person in other words i have the blanket over the two chairs i now want to take the two chairs i need the chairs i want to take off the blanket so not to take off the blanket off the two chairs that you can't do but if i hold up the blanket one person holds up the blanket and another another person comes and pulls away the two chairs so now that's a real shinoi that's mamish a real change in the order because 
because it's only over there where we don't know if there's a change. A destruction is not a change. But that, if it's a real change like this, whereby you're holding up the blanket up in the air, one person, the other person takes away the two chairs, um, that's a real change in the order of the way that it's done. Because the regular way that it's done is that I will take off the blanket from the two chairs and put it away and then take the two chairs. But when I'm doing it, mamish, 100% the opposite way, I hold up the blanket and somebody else comes and takes away the two chairs. So that's a real um, shinoi, that's a real change in the order, and if we could show that it's a real shinoi, like in a case like that, that would be okay to take it apart in that manner. Again, taking off the blanket from the two chairs can't be done, but holding it up in the air, one, and then somebody else pulling away the chairs, so that's a real shinoi, and that would be okay. B'shem, so was said, um, B'shem Rav Hirschfeld Schlitter. Okay, another another interesting uh, shiloh which comes up in... Um, uh, in reference to the mechitzas and, and these walls and so on. They have interesting, I know we have it by us in our shul, they have these movable walls like on a track and so, uh, whereby mamish you're making one room into two, uh, you're making two rooms into one and sometimes they need two minyanim and sometimes for the, the women on one side, the men on the other side, whatever the case is, but it's like these very, these, um, it's like uh, it goes on a track and it gets moves back. It's like partitions on a track and gets moves back and forth constantly on the track. So the question is, could I open and close that on Shabbos? So he brings down, does it say, this should not be a problem. Some heavy-duty institutional partitions that are installed on tracks, these, these movable-type wall-type things, such as a movable wall, are probably not, he brings down, are probably not deemed permanent partitions, and one is prohibited, one, one, um, Lamaisa, this type of wall would be okay. It's made to open and close like a door. He brings down that Lamaisa, um, this is because the wall is designed to slide on tracks and it is thus moved without requiring dismantling of any components. You know, it's not, nothing whereby you have to take it apart, put it together. You just move it back and forth. It's therefore comparable to a door. It's like a door you open and close. It's just on tracks that you move it, um, and it and it folds, folds in and folds out. A door is permissible to open and close on a regular basis, uh, whether it's large or heavy or small or light, whatever the case is, and regularly, whether it's regularly regularly used or it's uh, not used so regularly. In other words, a person uses it sometimes, a person uses it quite often, doesn't make a difference. So these type of walls that's on these tracks, moving it back and forth, just the fact that you might partition off the room, make the room into two um, for either men and women, or, or sometimes there's two minyanim going on, or whatever the case might be, um, should not be a problem. It would have the same, uh, the same halachas as a door or a window made to open and close on a constant basis. The only thing is he does bring Don Lamais does say for Lamites Malachas. It's um, it's important to note, however, that many movable walls are designed to be anchored for a uh, for stability after being closed. A special tool is provided by the manufacturer to be used for for turning a large bolt at the end of each panel. Uh, so that could be, he says, that could be running into a problem. After this adjustment, the heavy panel rests in the fully full weight against the floor. It's like it's sort of like putting in a, a panel into into the wall or into you know to. It's sort of like a permanent type of a mechitza. This process of adjusting the wall panel to rest on the floor in this manner does indeed present a serious question of boina. That could be a problem, he says, since the last step can be judged halachically as a step of a permanent construction when you tighten something and tightening it into 
to the floor, that's running into a problem. Um, that would be the malacha of baina, even on a temporary basis, and not the function of a door. So one has to be careful if they do have this type of, um, you know, the shul or whatever the case is, or they do have this type of uh, collapsible wall, a movable wall, a foldable wall, one has to be careful to double-check it with their rav, make sure that it's the type that would not be running into a um, issue. In general, if it's just a foldable wall whereby you're not tightening anything and just moving it back and forth on the track itself, that would not be a problem, but once you have to start tightening it in, possibly could be running into a problem, especially if it's going to be left like that for a while, so one should just make sure, double-check, because because it does bring down um, um, Lemaise, he brings down furthermore that since the design, the technology, a mode of such partitions can vary. There are various different types. So I know the one that we have by us in Shul, it just like, you know, flows back and forth. But each one could be different and there could be some that could be running into a problem of a permanent type of a problem if it's closed in, in a certain way, whatever the case is. So one should be careful uh, to double check with their own rough before they actually use these walls, okay? But there is, there is, again, there is a tzad to say if it's just open and closed without any tightening at all being done, um, that that will be okay, as long as it's open and closed on a constant basis. But the tightening in part is running into a problem, and one should double-check um, the, the, the type that they do have, because there are various different... It's not always so simple to say that it's exactly like a door, depending on the type of design, um, the way it's formatted. Interesting, he brings down uh, this composer problem for caterers. A lot of times you have it by caterers. A lot of times, you know, they're in a, they're, there's a, they have these foldable walls um, in the catering hall. Sometimes downstairs in a the shul, they have a small, like, catering uh, hall or a catering room whereby they make the, the uh, they make a kiddush, they make a lunch, or whatever the case might be. Sometimes they want to use these, um, these foldable walls. Uh, that are attached to close up to make, uh, you know, to make women on one side, men on the other side for a kiddush or whatever the case might be. So one has to be careful. Each one could be a little bit uh, different the way it's done. So one has to, you know, double check uh, the way, the, the design that they will be working with on that Shabbos. Okay, thank you for listening. Aslochem bracha kol